Hiring never stops in the business process outsourcing industry. Alorica, a customer management BPO, goes through thousands and thousands of potential hires a month. The company had to figure out how to onboard these new hires virtually since around 60% of its workforce shifted to a remote work setup when the pandemic hit. In this episode of B-Side, Irene Legaspitan, Vice President of Learning and Development at Alorica, tells Business World reporter Patricia B. Marisol about establishing a culture of care and intentional communication. What's the work situation right now in Alorica, particularly in the Philippines? Well, work at home is not really new to us because we have that in North America as an existing program, but is it entirely new for the Philippines? So we were presented with new set of challenges that we needed to overcome here. And basically we provided equipment to people, delivered PCs, set up their workstations at home, and then even provided internet connectivity to people. And then we had to train people to use virtual tools because engagement and being connected is very important given the work at home setting. The very first thing that we thought of is we needed to train our frontline leaders to be equipped in a virtual or remote setting. So we focused on how do you coach virtually? How do you problem solve virtually? And then I think that's the key thing that I wanted to share is intentional communication is actually key right now to stay connected and stay engaged with our direct reports. Can you expound more on intentional communication? What is that in tangible terms? I think that we need to structure our day-to-day activities, that there is consciousness to touch base with our people on a regular basis. And I think, you know, what's amazing is that there's a conscious effort to actually call your folks, ask them how they're doing with work, but also on the personal side of things, that you ask them how they're doing and coping with the pandemic. I'll give you an example. So we run leadership classes week over week. During the non-pandemic days, I get to visit a class depending on which site I'm, I visited for the day. But then given this virtual setup, I get to visit all the virtual leadership classes I have, have that 30-minute pep talk or leadership talk with our frontline leaders because it's now accessible to me. So I think that structuring your day-to-day activities and making sure that you are really touching base has become an intentional thing for us. And then we also have a very robust internal communications group at the company. So we capitalize on delivering information through infographics, videos, and even having an internal social platform in our organization so people can stay connected. And it's very important for our young workforce to make sure that we have the social media aspect or features that they enjoy, that we can bring it in a controlled environment. And I think that we've come a long way just by doing that because it's quite needed given the situation. Talking about your young workforce, how many Gen Zs are there in your company? Patricia, we have a very young workforce here at the Lorica. So 30% of our population is coming from Gen Z, and then 61% of our population is coming from millennials, and less than 10% for Gen X and boomers. Gen Z is a very interesting generation. And we can bucket actually millennials and Gen Z because they're the people that we call digital natives or the YouTube generation because their learning orientation is very digital. They're fast-paced learners, and they um, process or consume information in bite-sized pieces. And then 
Gen X and boomers will be, you know, a different learning orientation and different learning styles. So I belong to that group. So I am admitting that. So it's about text-based, reading a lot, and just being able to memorize large chunk of information. What are the expectations of Gen Zs when it comes to the work environment and employment? When I shared with you that their learning orientation is fast-paced and digital, they expect to learn from different platforms and different technology and from the learning and development group. We challenge our team to make sure that we deliver content that is relevant to them, interesting to them, and it's not just supporting them to be successful in their role, but also offering a bit of flavor in training them some life skills. So I'll give you an example. We expanded our Alorica Academy library to deliver standalone courses that help people to be financially aware. So we have a very interesting course called Till Debt Do Us Part, which is financial 101 for our young people. And then we also need to be smart on how we deliver content. So we can't just be fixed on the face-to-face -face facilitation or delivery, but we needed to explore self-paced materials because people enjoy self-paced because they control their learning. And they also like um, video materials and infographics and micro-learning content. So we explored both content and also delivery of materials to make sure that we interest the Gen Z population. And, and Patricia, I wanna add one more about uh, Gen Z because freedom of thought is actually very important for them. And this is something that I love about the Gen Z and the millennial population too, because part of our culture is being bold. So we encourage curiosity. And some of the most brilliant ideas that we have gathered from our workforce, they come from the Gen Z and millennial population how they challenge the status quo, break barriers, and just really unleash their inner mojos as part of our corporate culture. What is the best way to manage different generations in a workplace in a way that helps them collaborate effectively? The advantage in a BPO company is that we're team-based environment. So learning from each other is actually a natural process for us. There are a lot of gains that you get from the different generations. The Gen X and the boomers, they are the mentors of our young workforce. So they provide leadership guidance based on the exposure, based on their experience. And then the young generation, they help us adapt to technology and what's trending and how they give the company the competitive edge. So having a team-based environment helps in having a holistic view of how we do work and how we treat each other too. According to Microsoft's 2021 Work Trend Index, Gen Z's women and people who are new to their careers reported struggling this past year. Does this trend hold true in your company? I think it's reality right now. It's happening across the globe. It is happening from close friends who are confiding about feeling isolated or their kids feeling isolated. So um, it's something that is a known concern for us. And I think that, you know, what we did is um, establish a hypercare program in our organization. And I'm very happy about that because the hypercare program is not a yearly event of getting feedback from employees. 
but it is a regular monthly feedback process that caters to the different roles in the organization. And depending on what age you are in your employee journey, we have a very targeted survey for our new hires. So joining a work at home setup and you're a new hire, how do you feel joining a new work environment, we take this very seriously. So the hypercare program, establishing care cultures, and we also have a strategic onboarding team and we call them angels. We help our people get onboarded the right way. So there are 30, 60, 90 days touch points processing the feedback that they give us because the data always tells us a story. And then holding the leaders and functional leaders accountable to some of the action items that we need to do to make sure that we care for the specific needs of our new hires. And then the feedback process doesn't stop there. We also wanted to know how our tenured people feel. So this includes everybody in the organization, right? And we have what we call an employee pulse survey that is taking place on a quarterly basis. And it's covering everybody. So we wanted to know what works, what doesn't. How can we do things? And a lot of the brilliant solutions that have come up came from our people. So day one readiness is a project that we spearheaded based on the feedback we got from the new hires. And then we have also improved our language of appreciation, our rewards and recognition based on what our tenured people feel. So I think just really having that conscious effort of engaging people in various and creative engagement activities is really the way for companies to cope nowadays. How does Alorica address an individual's need for career growth and development? I mean, apart from those initiatives you already mentioned, like the academy library and mentorship collaborations. Leadership development is very personal to me because growing from the grassroots and just being able to explore various roles in the company, I want to make sure that we continue to evolve and address the evolving needs of our young leaders and even people who are aspiring or high potentials who are aspiring to have a role in the organization. First and foremost, what we really push and teach is self-motivation. It's one of the things that we wanted to condition people because your attitude will actually dictate the pace of your growth in this industry. I touched about Alorica Academy, but I wanted to you know, talk about Alorica Academy further because the real focus of Alorica Academy is career pathing and leadership development. People have this notion that I need to be promoted. It's always a vertical way of getting promoted. But the beauty of working in a BPO is that we encourage lateral promotion or lateral growth. And then leadership development is very key to our organization because we promote 80 to 90% of our folks from within. So it's a serious business. If we're a 40,000 workforce and we promote 80 to 90% of our folks from within, we need to have a very strong bench training for our leaders. So leadership foundation is very key for us. Understanding different leadership styles is one of our keys for success. Talking about targeted surveys for new hires and the importance of self-motivation, I wonder what specific traits does Alorica hire for? You mentioned that the company culture is bold and that you encourage curiosity. Do you hire for any other specific traits? 
specific to BPOs, because we've been here for more than two decades now, and people always know about this. You need to be excellent in your communication skills, but I want to take the opportunity to explain that further, Patricia, because in my experience in training people and being an agent myself, it's really about learning how to carry a conversation and build that trust and relationship in that span of time that is given to you to address the need of a customer. It is such a challenging role because you're a problem solver, communicator, and then also a friend in one. And it really requires different skill set. So it's a challenging role, but then it's also very rewarding. So I talked about excellent communication skills because people expect that from contact center people. But adaptability, especially given the health crisis and the pandemic, is also a key trait for us. And when I talk about adaptability, it's really having this mindset that I'm open to learn new things and I'm open to learning. Hiring never stops here and also learning never stops here. Are there any hiring challenges that are specific to the business process outsourcing industry as compared to other industries? Yes. I'll first talk about the current challenge that we have, which is we're doing mass hiring. When I say hiring never stops, from the moment that I joined Alorica, we always have postings for agent positions in several roles. So we need to hire as many as thousands of people on a monthly basis. In fact, we have hired around 6,000 employees at one go to support a ramp and to support a seasonal business for our client. So I think that is a differentiator for our industry because of the volume hiring that we're doing. And then also, I think the challenge of being able to process hiring and being able to provide a contract to every new hire on the same day. So I don't think that happens as a standard process for some of the industries, but because of the volume hiring that we do, it is important for us to have a robust recruitment engine and process to be able to do that. So that's one. And then I'll go with the individual challenges for applicants, right? Because we all know that we service a North America market and even European market, now Australian market. So night shift is a challenge for people. But I think that it's important for people to understand that getting out of your comfort zone, that's normally where the growth happens. And that's normally where the magic happens, because it did for me. So I'll share from my personal experience, Patricia, 21 years ago, when they were asking for night shift, when we operated here in the Philippines, nobody was doing night shift. Maybe those people in the medical field who are doing 24-7 hour shifts in the hospitals, they do night shift, but nobody in the corporate world. But if you're a forward thinker and you're thinking that's where the opportunities are, I volunteered and I said, I'll do night shift. So it took discipline, it took adaptability, but also the gains from being exposed to a global setting and global interactions, it actually paved the way for fast growth for me, career-wise. So what I'm hearing is that it's possible to progress your career amid a crisis. I mentioned about the importance of being a self-starter, being self-motivated, because I think that the very first challenge is you challenging yourself and getting out of your comfort zone. But then what I also wanted to encourage people is 
not to feel too boxed in with, okay, my course is related to engineering, so I need to land an engineering job. But in our industry, we cater to a lot of business verticals. We have financial care. We have technical support. We have health care. We do have retail. We even service new economies. We even have sales vertical. So there's a variety of business verticals that we cater to. And we give importance to people's education, both formal and informal. So whatever that you went through in college, you can actually apply it depending on the business verticals we're in or the different functional groups that we have at Alorica. The exposure that you have, we also give value to that. The connections, relationships you've built, and also the experience. So even if you are coming from a different work background, there's a lot of opportunity in the company too, as long as you're adaptable and you can bring in your transferable skills. How necessary is it to look for a mentor to accelerate your career? It's very important. And I take it from my own personal experience and from what I've seen in the learning and development field that having a mentor is actually going to help you be continuously be inspired and also um, be able to learn from somebody because we're in a people intensive business and learning from relationships that you have in the organization will actually propel your growth and your skill set too. So we encourage that. We even have a mentoring program at Alorica Academy. So any of our senior leaders, we assign them a young leader. They have a lot of the mentoring sessions so that they can talk about what works for you in terms of coaching? You know, how do you deal with difficult employees? And so I think it's important to learn from experiences from other people. That's how you enrich your own experience too. How can a person with initiative continue to develop professional skills on his or her own? I want to explain about nurturing the heart for progressive learning because I think that that is really the starting point for everybody. We don't encourage people to be content. We don't encourage people to stay within their comfort zone. And this is one of the things that I love that we promote at Alorica. Don't even think that there is a box. Because, you know, when people say think outside the box, but here at Alorica, there's no box to begin with. So the opportunities are there, but it's up to you on how you will grab and learn from every opportunity. So when I talked about the experience, the education you have, and the exposure, these are all fundamentals of continuous learning, but it all begins with how you challenge yourself, pandemic or non-pandemic days. And that concludes another episode of B-Side. Once again, you heard Irene Legaspitan, Vice President of Learning and Development at Alorica, speaking with Business World reporter Patricia B. Marisol about the ins and outs of working in the BPO industry during the pandemic. Self-motivation is an important skill to have if you want to progress in your career, whether vertically, laterally, or in whatever direction. Because, as Ms. Legaspitan said, there is no box. And if you're on the hiring side, Intentional communication and mentoring are the keys to keeping good people. This B-Side episode was recorded remotely on April 15. This is Samuel Marcelo. Thanks for listening.